This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good morning everyone. I want to speak about a topic that is a little bit off the beaten track, but it's uh, something interesting, something that many people have the minag to recite the beautiful piyut of Yigdal. The beautiful piyut of Yigdal. Um, a lot of people grew up with it. Yigdal Elohim Chai Ve'yishtabach Nimtza Ve'enet Et Metziuto And the Piyut Yigdal, as many of you know, is based on the Yud Gimel Ikre Ha'emuna of the Rambam. Now the Rambam was the first who really wrote clearly the 13 principles of faith. He wrote it in his introduction to Berusha Mishnayot in Perek Chelek of Masechet Sanhedrin. Um, and it became really a bedrock in our emuna, the Yud Gimel Ikrim. There were others who wrote different Ikrim, but that was the Rambam's Yud Gimel Ikrim, and it was pretty much accepted in uh, in, in Klal Yisrael as the Yud Gimel Ikrim, Lehalacha, uh, Mamash Lehalacha. Now, the Piyut Yigdal is based on those Yud Gimel Ikrim. When somebody sings Yigdal, he really learns about the 13 Ikrim, there are those also after every tefillah shacharit who say anima amin be'emuna shelema be'yud gimel ikrim and 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 they recite those thirteen ikrim. As a matter of fact, the Chafetz Chaim writes in his letters Michtav Yudchet. Uh, he writes to to arouse people in this leorer achenu benet Israel achenu benet Israel al inyan nizgav minhag shehinhigu akadmonim lomar bechol yom acharat tefillah. Hayud Gimel Ikreadat to say every single day after Tefillah the thirteenth the thirteenth attributes Ubiyamenu Aemunadi Trofeifa and especially nowadays that our Emuna was weakened Mitzvah Raba Al Kol Echad Leitchazek Ba VeLomar Ani Amamin BeChol Yom Achar Tefillah It's a mitzvah to say Ani Amamin every single day after Tefillah and indeed. Uh, that is the basis of this piyut yigdal, and the Mishnah brings this in 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 Siman Aleph Sifkatan Yud Yud Gimel. How a person has to be mitchazek in yigdal, uh, not in in the in the in the thirteen attributes of um, of of emuna, and therefore. Uh, our minhag is to say Yigdal. In Morocco, the minhag was to say Yigdal on Friday night, on Shabbat morning before Baruch Shamar. It was very common. Some people said it in Bakashot. Um, and, and that, that is, that is a common minhag by many places and, and, and many synagogues by Ashkenazim and, uh, and as we mentioned by Sephardim. However, there are people who do not say Yigdal. There are people who do not say Yigdal. And this is based on the Kabbalah of the Arizal. Uh, that if you look at the Sidurim of the Arizal, Arizal never wrote a Siddur. If Shmuel Vital wrote a Siddur, but, but also the, um, but also the, 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 the Shara Kavanot, the Priyetz Chaim of the Arizal writes that, that the Arizal would never, would not recite, uh, Piyutim. For example, the Piyutim of Rabbi Shlomo ibn Gabirol and others. Because they weren't based on Chochmat HaKabbalah. And he includes Yigdal in there. However, he says, Piyutim that were written already from Rabbi Eliezer HaKalir and Tanoim like the Rabbi Akiva and others, they all hid a lot of secrets of Chochmat HaKabbalah in this Piyutim. But it writes that the Arizal 
wouldn't say these piyutim. Now, it's not written very carefully. You have to read the Arizal. He doesn't write that you're not allowed to say these piyutim. Just simply stating that he wouldn't recite them. He would he would skip them because uh, it wasn't based uh, 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 according to Kabbalah. So many people take this Arizal and they say, well, according to this, one shouldn't say Yigdal whatsoever because it it is not... Um, it is not based on Pikabalan. Now the truth is, it is not clear at all who wrote the Piyut of Yigdal. It's a very big, uh, uh, it's a very big mystery. Who was the author of Yigdal? Uh, the Yavitz in his Siddur, the, the Rav Yaakov Emdin, uh, attributes the Piyut of Yigdal to the Rambam. To the Rambam himself. He attributes the Piyut of Yigdal to the Rambam himself. But there's no real source to it. Others attribute it to Rav Daniel Harofe. Okay, Rav Daniel Bar Yaakov Harofe. And there are others that attribute it to, to uh, uh, somebody called Rav Yechiel Ben Baruch, which he hinted, they say, this is how he hinted his name, at the end of the piyut, Metim Yechayel Berov Chazdo, Baruch Ade'ad Shem Tehilato. Yechayel has Yechiel there. And Baruch Ade'ad Shem is the name Baruch. So that's who wrote the Piyut of Yigdal. So there are those who suggest that it's, uh, that, that it's Rav Yechiel ben Baruch. But once again, um, not very clear where, where all of these sources are. Um, however, if it's those sources, the Rambam or others, so even though we don't, uh, we don't, uh, you know, maybe there's not written the secrets of Kabbalah, but just like we say piyutim Rav Shlomo ibn Gabiro, for example, the azharot that we say on Shavuot that comes from Rabbi Shlomo ibn Gabiro, and there are other piyutim that Rav Shlomo ibn Gabiro wrote that we say it, and because we gain inspiration, granted it's not based according to Kabbalah, so for the Arizal, he wouldn't say things that weren't based on Kabbalah, meruach kedushato. But for us, if it's something that's inspiring, and especially according to what the Chafetz Chaim said, that it adds on, uh, it adds on, Strength because it's a piyut that, uh, that 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 will strengthen yud gimel ikrim, which you should say yud yud gimel ikrim anyways. So why not say it in a way of song? Okay. So what's the reason why you shouldn't say it? There are those who don't say it based on there's a sefer called uh, the shulchan uh, the shulchan tahor. The shulchan tahor was one of the one one of the chasidish rebbeim, and he. Uh, um, and he writes the following, very interesting. He writes in Siman Samechet Seif Gimel. He says, it's usher to, to say the piyut of Yigdal. Mamash, he says, it's usher to say the piyut of Yigdal. Why is it usher to say the piyut of Yigdal? He writes the story. First of all, he says that Rizal said not to say it. And even though he saw some people saying, well, okay, you could still say it. He says, how dare they when the Arizal said, Arizal didn't say it. And he takes upon the, uh, the Lushen that like the Arizal said not to say it. Rizal never said not to say it, but that's how he thinks it. He says also there's a story of somebody who who who, who started being manik to say it, and because there was a big crack that happened in the wall, and that was a simon that it shouldn't be said anymore, and it was a he calls it as a tragedy, and and therefore he was very against uh, that 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 piyud being said. Now, as we mentioned from the Chafetz Chaim about the great importance of saying the Yud Gimel Ikrim, just like we say the Yud Gimel Ikrim at the end of Tefillah, the Animamin at the end of Tefillah, and just like we say, and just like we say by, um, 
by, by, by other opportunities, whenever we're able to be mechazek emuna, we do. So this shouldn't be any different. So why would be, what, why would there be opposition to some people saying the piyut avigdal? Here, there's something very interesting that I found. There's um, there's a source that suggests that the piyut avigdal was written by Rav Emmanuel Haromi, Rav Emmanuel from Rome. Who was Rav Emmanuel Haromi? Rav Emmanuel Haromi lived from 1260 to 1310 or something, around 1320, and he was a poet in Italy. How do we know Rav Emmanuel Haromi? In Hilchot Shabbat, Siman Shin Zayin, the Shulchan Aruch writes that one should not read Melitzot and Mashalim on Shabbat, and even during the week, one shouldn't read their poems and their novels, and he calls it divrei cheshek, words of, 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 of desire, and it arouses a divrei, a divrei cheshek. It's basically novels that talked about women, and, uh, and poems that talked about women. So says the Bet Yosef, one should not read those on Shabbat, because, and even during the week, the Bet Yosef says, those who, print, those who read them, and all the more so those who print them, are machti et arabim. They are they they, they they place a stumbling block in front of people because they are because they, they, they arouse different things and therefore says the Bet Yosef not only on Shabbat you shouldn't read them even during the whole Kigon Piyute of Emmanuel Aromi like the Piyutim of Emmanuel Aromi which is interesting because the Chida writes that when a person learns Mishle he should learn it with the Perush of Emmanuel Aromi but it seems to be a Perush fine but the uh, but but the actual but the actual. Uh, uh, poems. There, there were poems that were written about about women. I don't think anything explicit, but things that were just megara the Yitzhahara for no reason. So he wasn't looked upon so favorably. So if indeed the author is Emmanuel Aromi, we can understand why the Arizal had restrictions. But that's not really what the Arizal says. He compares it Piyut Yigdal to Rav Shlomo Ibn Gabirol and other Paitanim that weren't based al Pikabala. Which, if it was the Rambam the, the, who wrote it, the Rambam also uh, didn't have a basis al Kabbalah. So I actually found, I, I researched this, and I found that there's a sefer called Masat Kapai from Rav David Cohen from Flatbush. Big Talmud Chacham in our generation, Rav David Cohen from Flatbush. He has a, a, a piece on this in Masat Kapai Chelek Bet, Brachot, page Tet, where he actually suggests that he feels that the author should be Emmanuel Aromi because he, he researched another piyut that was, uh, that was also written by Emmanuel Aromi and it had similarities to Yigdal. So he says one was based on the other and therefore he thinks it's him. Interesting. And therefore he thinks that's why the Arizal said not to say Yigdal, because it originally came from Emmanuel Haromi. And because uh, he, he found the piyut, he says, Echad v'yichudo me'od ne'elam mi'amod al soda mitato lo guf velo koach betoch aguf achen mi'achedu be'achduto kadmon ve'en nimtza kikadmuto rishon ve'en reshit le'reshiton adon lechon nimtzaim asher imtzi. So it's very similar to Yigdal, so he thinks he wrote it also. Then his friend, Rav Yosef Elias, which I think was the founder or the principal in, uh, could it be in Breuer's? And Rav Yosef Elias, who was a, a big mechanic, says that he thinks that he's wrong because he had an opportunity to visit the, um, the British Museum in England and there he found in one of the manuscripts, 
that Yigdal was already written in the year 1297. So, if it was already written in 1297, and Emmanuel and Romy lived anywhere between 1261 or 1328, 1270 or 1330, it seems to be they wrote Yigdal based on something else, and it seems that Emmanuel and Romy wrote this, at the, if it was him, he would have written it at the end of his life, because when he was already in... Uh, in, in, in his later years, in, in Pharma. That's because that's where he wrote most of his writings. So if that's the case, it couldn't be Emmanuel Aromi because uh, it, it was already in 1297. It seems to be Yigdal was written after that. So he debunks that theory and he says it's Sarachiyun. And Rabbi, Rabbi David Cohen, in intellectual honesty, brings that down and he says, here, he thinks that I'm wrong on this. And I don't think that was the restriction of the Arizal uh, either way. Now, if the Chida already writes, you could say on Mishle, you could read Emmanuel Aromi, if he, even if it was him. So if you're just reading the Yudgimel Ikram in a way of a song, I don't know if the Chida would have objected to that as well. Granted that there's no proof, and as we said, there's not Emmanuel Aromi, it's probably from someone else. The Sidur Hashla brings down and encourages the Piyut of Yigdal. The Shla, one of the great Mikubalim, encourages the writings of Yigdal. There's also a Sidur Oel Yitzchak from Rabbi Yitzchaki that I found that also encourages greatly. It's a Nomachzor of Hilchot Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. He has a long arichut and he also encourages strongly the Piyut of Yigdal. And if it, it's, it facilitates a person to say the Yud Gimel Ikrim and it's mashrish in him, the Muna of the Yud Gimel Ikrim, there should be no reason whatsoever not to say it. Indeed, one of the great Iraqi Mikubalim, Rav Salman Mutsafi, the father of Rav Ben Sion Mutsafi, he has a sefer. Rav Benzin Musavi has a sefer called uh, Shivat um, on Shabbat. I think it's called uh, Shivat Tzion. And there he writes it on Lil Shabbat. He writes about the piyut of Yigdal that his father, even though his father himself wouldn't say it, wasn't there minag, but he saw others who would say it. He wouldn't say a thing. He wouldn't say it's Asur. And indeed, as I mentioned, the Sidur Ashlos is just the Arizal himself wouldn't say piyutim. But since we say piyutim, that the Arizal himself said not to say, for example, like the piyutim of Shlomo Ibn Gabirol, Yigdal shouldn't be any different if a person, if the, if the Tzibur is saying it, because it, it really uh, strengthens the, 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 the Minag Alpi Kabbalah. So that's a wrap. Yigdal is a beautiful thing to say, and it should be encouraged to say it, especially if it brings a person to Imuna Shleima. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.